Welcome to The Honest Report, a weekly podcast analyzing media coverage of the Arab-Israeli conflict, anti-Semitism, and radical Islamic terrorism. They attacked by air, land, and sea, taking Israel by surprise during a major Jewish holiday. Now, 13 and a half hours after Hamas launched its audacious assault, Israel says it's at war. Israel is at war. We didn't want this war. It was forced upon us in the most brutal and savage way. But though Israel didn't start this war, Israel will finish it. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu says when it comes to destroying Hamas, quote, nobody will stop us. Here's your host, Rob Walker. As the war rages in the Middle East between Hamas and Israel, following the simple narrative is easy. And that narrative, that Israel is a murderous state hell-bent on genocide, may be a simple message to understand, but it is an inversion of reality. While some politicians take the easy path and that narrative, others put facts before ideology. In recent weeks, Kevin Vuong, an independent member of parliament for Spadina Fort York, located in downtown Toronto, has become one of the country's most vocal supporters, both of Israel and of Canada's Jewish community at large. Kevin joins us this week as our guest to discuss what prompted him to become such a stalwart ally, his message for other politicians, and what the feedback from his constituents has been like. Welcome to the Honest Report Podcast. MP Wong, welcome to the Honest Report Podcast. Thank you for having me. Uh, the pleasure is all ours. You are uh, really have become, I think, one of the most outspoken uh not just members of parliament uh, in this country, but really politicians in general, um, you know, of all stripes and of all uh, levels of government in recent months, not just in defense of uh, Israel uh, in its uh, war against Hamas, but really for the Jewish community in this country, um, you represent a riding with uh, certainly a Jewish community, but not a particularly large one. Um, you're not Jewish yourself. What what prompted you to take this on? Well, for me, Robert, unfortunately, I know what it's like to be targeted, to be discriminated against. Uh, I, I say that speaking as someone who was the only student of Asian heritage in a school during SARS. And so for me to have lived that experience, uh, to have gone through having you know, false allegation weaponized against me, there was no way I was gonna stand by and not say anything. And so for me, this is an issue not only for the Jewish community, but for all of us. Because what we know is history has shown us that what starts with the Jews never ends with the Jews. And and so when did this begin? Is this something that's uh, you know a, a view that you've held for a long time? Has it really come into sharp focus over the last four months? I mean, how did this germinate? Uh, for you? So for, for me, it, it was getting to know uh, members of the Jewish community. That started like, I think, for many people, uh, education through history, learning about the Holocaust, the horrors of the Holocaust. And I always remember leaving those, uh, including um, when I would visit Yad Vashem, as well as uh, Auschwitz in, in Poland, wondering how was it possible that that ever happened? And what's been very alarming for me in the last four months, I can understand how that could have happened. And it's so important that we, everyone stand up and speak out to ensure that history doesn't repeat itself. 
And so in your outspoken activism uh, as a federal member of parliament, what do you see your role as? Is it helping to shift the conversation on a political level? Is it helping to uh, educate the, the general population? Uh, what, what do you see your role? I, I think for me, it's really giving a voice to the truth and facts as well as to reiterate for people, especially here in Toronto, Canada, that whatever is happening in the Middle East, as tragic as it is, the loss of life, um, at the end of the day, the surge of violence and hate that we're seeing here in Toronto does nothing to advance the cause for a just and durable peace in the Middle East. And it's so important that people delineate the two Uh, Remember that there are innocent lives and innocent people, not just in the Middle East, but also here in Canada that have nothing to do with the conflict. And so when people go and uh, trespass on private property, harass, intimidate, assault people, attack businesses for no other reason than the fact that it's owned by Jews, that's a blatant act of anti-Semitism and hate, and we have to fight it each and every single time. So what has the response been? You know what you are, of course, this is an audio podcast, but of course I'll, I'll tell uh, listeners that you, of course, came on uh, wearing the uh, the hostage dog tag that's become a symbol of, uh, you know, honoring the, uh, keeping the thought uh, active for, for the hostages being kept by Hamas. Um, what has been the response been of your constituents uh, to, your, to your activism in this respect? I think, from uh, I think there are a majority of people, not just in my community, but across the country that are supportive of the Jewish community. I think the challenge is there is a very vocal minority that harasses, intimidates anyone who they disagree with. And unfortunately, I've been one of those targets. Um, they've tried to um, intimidate me through, uh, you know, my staff, uh, social media, our phone lines are tied up, um, and and there have been different incidents where they've also um, been outside my office as well. But I'm here uh, to share with everyone that I will not be intimidated. I will not shy away from standing up um, for the community, for rule of law to be upheld here in Canada, as well as to continue to call for the release of all of the hostages that remain um, under captivity by Hamas terrorists, because until they are released, a path to peace, uh, a path to a ceasefire, and all the things that I think m- most people want will not be possible until they are home with their families. Now, you mentioned, to bring this on a more, uh, you know, sort of local level, you mentioned that your office has been subject of uh Attempts by you know harassment, I suppose you would you would put it uh, by anti-Israel activists. Um, what do you see as the rationale uh, of these activists? You know when they're when they're pulling these stunts, uh, whether it's in Canada or elsewhere, uh, what is their motivation here, and what should the response be of the general public? Not necessarily on a political level, certainly to speak out, but what should be the response be uh, of the general public when they're faced uh, with these kinds of uh, acts of harassment uh, against uh, vocal supporters such as yourself? Well, so you know what? The thing for me, Robert, is I am a member of parliament. So yes, if you're going to protest, protest outside my office, protest at the legislature, uh, whether in Queen's Park here in Toronto or Parliament Hill, where they shouldn't protest is in front of Mount Sinai Hospital, where they shouldn't protest is in in majority Jewish neighborhoods 
uh, in front of Jewish-owned businesses, because we all know why they're there. It comes from a place of anti-Semitism, and it does nothing to advance their cause. You want to, to advocate for your cause? Do it where you are able to do so peacefully. Um, but remember that the right to peaceful assembly and the right to freedom of expression does not mean you have the right to be able to call for genocide or perpetuate hate or promote hate or incite violence. So when these kinds of incidents happen, uh, quite frequently, there's been, you know, I think certainly a response to uh, media coverage. There's been a, a lot of chatter, I suppose you would say, certainly in the in the pro-Israel, more specifically Jewish community, expressing concern and so on. How do you, as, as a non-Jewish member of the public and parliamentarian, um, how important is it for the Jewish community to remain steadfast and not intimidated? Because uh, I think that can be very easy to focus on these small numbers of individuals as opposed to broad society at large. How do you communicate that they need to, it would be beneficial to keep focus on the big picture as opposed to letting these small numbers of miscreants really actually be successful in their attempts to intimidate? It's a good question, Robert. I, I think first and I want to acknowledge that it, it can be hard and it can be intimidating, especially as someone who is the target of this small uh, but very vocal minority, right? It's it's okay to, to be sometimes a little frightened. I am too. But remember that they do not represent the majority of Canadians. There are allies, people like myself and my wife, who stand with the Jewish community. And I would encourage you, to to continue to be proud of who you are. Don't hide it. Um, we are there to to not only support you, but to celebrate the Jewish community for all of your contributions uh, to our city, to our country. Mount Sinai is a prime example of that. It is, I learned recently, one of the best places um, for for people who are expecting. The, the best OBGYNs are at Mount Sinai. And that wouldn't have been possible without the Jewish community uh, and the tenacity and incredible vibrancy um, that they bring to our city and to our country. So be proud of it. Um, and Elizabeth and I are there to stand with you and support you. Now, you've also, you know, as you know, that there's a great deal anti-Israel activists will, will frequently cite issues such as intersectionality and so on. Uh, and that plays both sides. You were recently acknowledged uh, on your uh, active uh, Twitter, uh, formerly, uh, you know, X, formerly known as Twitter account, uh, by members of the Iranian-Persian diaspora uh, here in Canada for your activism. Um, what kind of overlap do you see in terms of those anti-Israel activists um, who are also targeting you for uh, your efforts to speak out against, for example, the Iranian regime? Yeah, so what we know, sadly, is all of this is interconnected, right? The Hamas and the atrocities they committed on October 7th were not possible by them alone. They were able to do that through training, through equipment and munitions from the IRGC, the Iranian Revolutionary Guard Corps. Um, and the IRGC, which should be listed as a terrorist organization in Canada, but unfortunately is not, is is something that needs to, to be addressed. And Canadians need to understand that when we stand up to the IRGC, we're also standing together with the Iranian community and the Jewish community and every other community, frankly, Robert, that knows what it's like to, to be the target of a radical ideology. I would suggest that's the same case for 
Canadians of Chinese heritage like me, who know how dangerous a, uh, a communist ideology can be. My parents uh, were refugees. They lost their country um, because they were persecuted um, for, you know, as members of the Chinese diaspora in Vietnam when the communists took over, right? These are all things where we have shared values, where we unfortunately have also the shared lived experience of being targeted. And it's so important that we stand together. And so what what are your thinking in terms of, or what's your view at a crystal ball in terms of where things are going to, going to move uh, in the future in terms of uh, you have... Uh, on a political level, uh, arguably, I, I guess you might put it as mixed messages at all levels. It's support, but then it's in action, support in action. Um, do you see that there's going to be a critical point that's hit uh, when members of uh, political class at, at different levels are going to uh, find a backbone and, and speak out? Or is it going to take concerted, continued efforts uh, to force that to happen? I hope that we've already hit that point. I hope that Mount Sinai, as, as we saw just earlier this week, was a final straw for people at all levels in all different leadership positions to realize that, hey, we need to stand up for the rule of law and ensure that Canada's rules, our principles, and our values are protected. Because every incident of hate left unaddressed escalates. Because those who would commit such things are emboldened and they feel like they can get away with more. And we need to ensure that we do not allow that to happen. That starts with people in positions of power, not only condemning every incident of hate, but also showing action. And I wish I was in a position to be able to, to do more directly um, in terms of ensuring that action is taken. But until I am in that position, what I'm going to make sure I do, Robert, is speak out and stand up and provide a platform and a voice to people who need to be heard to ensure that our leaders find the courage they need to do what's right. Uh, well, uh, MP Vong, uh, it's been a privilege and a pleasure to uh, to speak with you. Thank you so much for your activism and, uh, and for your voice. A member of Parliament for uh, Spadina, Fort York, and Toronto. Thank you very much again for your time. Thank you so much, Robert. And again, I, I want the Jewish community to know that my wife and I, we see you, we stand with you, and we continue to support you. Thank you very much. And that's today's edition of the Honest Report podcast. If you haven't done so yet, please subscribe to our mailing list, our podcast channel, and follow us on social media for the most up-to-date news. If you like what you've heard, please consider a donation to support our continued efforts at www.honestreporting.ca donate. Until next time, thank you so much for listening.